Hello, welcome back. We made it to episode three. Uh, today's a very special episode in which I will talk about uh, later on um, in the episode. However, I want to lay down some ground rules, uh, but maybe not so rules, just say like party rules. Uh, we're going to be doing a bit of drinking today, just a little bit. Um, and I want you guys to come along with that. So if you're a water drinker, tequila, juice, you know, whatever it is that you're drinking, uh, pull that up. And we're going to play a game. Every time we go into a new section or we talk about a new drama, you have to take a shot. And if anyone under the drama says the word bitch and you hear this out, that means you need to take a shot as well. So with that being said, uh, because I do have a guest on today's episode, we're uh, going to not hit all of the four dramas that we've been watching the last two episodes. Uh, We're just going to talk about two. uh, And so I'm just going to get right into that. And because we're starting a new section. Everyone take a shot. Uh, We are drinking... What flavor is that? Lychee soju. I've never had that flavor before. Um, okay, so we're going to talk about Extraordinary Attorney Wu first. I'm going to contain myself and control myself. There isn't um, a lot that happened, but there was also a lot that happened, if that makes sense. I think from my understanding, from my remembrance, they've only done like a case, an episode, but they did this case they worked on spanned over the course of two episodes. And my first and only reaction to watching both episode 13 and 14 is what the literal fuck? Because why are they trying to give trash can an entire like redemption arc? Even though I just said there is no acceptable redemption arc for him. And to make it worse, they're just trying to set him up with, like, attorney homegirl. Like, she deserves way better than him. I don't know how they're trying to wrap this up for me, but it just feels like we saw episode four t- um, episode 12, and it was being an asshole. Um, and then now we're in episode 13. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, there's this switch in its character. And I'm very confused. Where did this come from? And is is... Is Trashcan and the writer in cahoots? Because how did we get here? Um, I also at the same time in episode, at the end of uh, episode two, I remember saying if they were to write in a storyline for Attorney Bus Man Dude where he's dying, I would be mad. Well, they did. <laughs> because all of a sudden now this man got stomach cancer. Like, where did this come from? And why are we doing this to him? Of all the people that could have cancer, literally the worst human character on that show, they couldn't give him cancer. They had to give, like, one of my favorite characters. I would say he's, like, my second favorite character, and then Eugenio's is third in line. Um, I did expect to see more of... The storyline around Taesumi, like uh, Woo Young-woo's real mom, and all of that drama. But from what I see is that they're going to expand further on it on the last two episodes. It just causes me concern because I feel like 
at the same, I feel like it should be a bigger plot driver, but I guess I appreciate that they're not focusing on the mom that abandoned her. But I just, I just know it's gonna be rushed. I don't know. I I didn't like the last two episodes. <laughs> I think it was very focused on trying to make trash can like giving him some redeeming character. And you no, know, in most dramas, if there's a terrible sort of guy, they always try to give them a redemption arc. But like this, just feels like thrown at me, and I just feel terrible that he's being attached to someone who deserves so much better (laughs) like so much better um I will say though one of the things I do appreciate that I thought was gonna happen or was gonna be some layer of contention was when Taysumi went to Uyongu's dad and like offered up the idea of sending Uyongu to Boston I like the fact that like it only came up once like from the dad to her but really not much after. Um, so I'm interested in seeing how they how they wrap this up with her mom, her mom um, getting sworn into the Ministry of Justice, and her boss of Ambada really... I, I want to know the storyline there. <laughs> like, I want to know the backstory. Like, what is her true issue with Taesumi? Because there has to be some underlying, like, problem that she has with her. Because why else would she go the distance of hiring her daughter? And now she's like, has this reporter ready to drop a piece. I don't know. I don't know where you're going with it. But all I know is that I was going to threaten to say if, they, if attorney boss man dude dies, I was going to quit the show. But like, it's already the end of the show. So that threat doesn't really do anyone any good. Um, but yeah. There really isn't a lot. I wish there was a lot more. I mean, I know that uh, Eugenio's <laughs> character and Yomu broke up, but I don't even want to talk about that because homegirls tripping, but like so is every other Korean drama uh, character who overhears someone say something and they don't like they don't communicate. They just break up with each other. So we'll see what they do in the last two episodes. I'm not really not really concerned, but I did see. Some weirdness between Wee Young Woo and Attorney Bus Man dude. So I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, so I'm not gonna touch more about it. So we'll see if I capture or see anything else in the next in the last two episodes. But I felt something towards the end of episode 14 that was just like, is there something going to be happening here? I mean, I, I'm I'm for it. Cause I think that the the actor that plays Attorney Bus Man dude, like about time he gets his own like a lead role character or something like he is the is the one that the the girl chooses i don't know but obviously everyone is teamy you know so i dare not put that into existence um and yeah that's all for attorney extraordinary attorney woo young woo um and so we're gonna move on to big mouth yeah, yeah. yeah everyone take a shot Oh, nice. I like that flavor. Oh, man, where do I start? I thoroughly enjoyed this, like, episode five and six. I truly enjoyed it. And I really, when I was done episode six, I was like, man, I wish episode seven was, like, out 
already. So we ended episode four with um with us talking about with like Tangho Ejun Suk's character like walking out of his cell, getting ready to go meet with Ji Hoon to go to go confirm he was really big mouse. And our biggest concern, and my biggest concern, was like he has a list that we found out later is a fake list. So unless he's truly a big mouse, there is no way that he could get out of this. So someone would have to like help him somehow. And I was very, I felt very strongly like he wasn't big mouse. But when he, when we went to first episode five, I was like, holy fuck, he's big mouse. Like it was so believable. I was like, he like. How? Where? Like, I feel so betrayed because I was like, nah. I mean, I still had him on my list, but just for funsies. Not because I truly believed he was going to be. But my man's embodied the entire character. I couldn't. Like, even if I was, like, for some reason, like, in his position, being accused and framed, and then I had to, like, turn into this, like... I mean, I guess if your life is at risk, you might be able to pull it out. But he truly... He made me believe he is, and I'm saying this, I still believe he, <laughs> I still believe he is. Maybe he just has like a um some like uh what's the what's the word? This mental thing where people have like a dissociative episode or like multiple personalities. That's I would say that. Maybe that's the instance here. But he fooled me up until obviously when Miho came to the hospital um, and then he kind of explained what happened. Now, I don't know if he's just really good at lying or if that's truly what happened. I guess we'll find out. But I'm not even going to say this first. I'll wait till the end to say this part. But um, I was very much surprised to see that Dr. Han was an abusive husband. Because he, I don't know. I guess I shouldn't be surprised because he sat there and watched his friends kill that man. So it shouldn't be shocking that he is abusive to his wife. But what's even more shocking is that his wife was having an affair with a dude they killed. So my question is, did they know that his wife was having an affair with him? Um, I doubt it because I think he would have really hurt her if he thought that she was having an affair with him. Um, but to have the revelation that her his paper that everyone is going crazy about, the paper that got him killed, is literally in the necklace that she's been wearing this entire time. But I, I'm the most curious about this paper because I feel like it seemed like that was the start, the beginning of all of this, is this paper he wrote, and the hospital is taking blood from people, we don't know why they're doing it, but they're doing sketchy things. They have, like, things inside of walls. Um, it reminded me of, oh, my gosh, what is this drama? Um, it has, it's the one where he is, like, he was made in a lab. Um, okay, I it's going to bug me if I don't know the name of this drama. Uh, it has Homegirl from Beauty Inside. Beauty Inside and Idahi. It is called Luca the Beginning. Yes. So that um stars um Kiri One. Uh, he's that man's fine. But besides the point, 
It reminds me of that drama where they had like secret doors into the building and they had all the scientists running um running tests, but then at the same time it reminds me of Awaken, where like they were basically like this rich powerful people were doing tests on kids and children to get the formula to just like never age. So I hope that that's not what's happening here because we we've already had Luca, we've already had Awaken, we're good. They can like we don't need that theme. But I feel like there's a there's some layer with blood and experimentation that's happening here that's absolutely legal. Um that he wrote a paper about that got him killed and now has everyone looking for it. I just don't want anything to ma- uh, to happen to Miho because she just seems like such a good person. But I will say this. It would be absolutely wild if Miho is Big Mouth. Big Mouse. It would be wild if it's her. Uh, because, I mean, I, I would think it's cool because that would be one of the first few dramas where, like, a woman turns out to be the mastermind and not just some, like, older dude <laughs> behind the scenes in a wheelchair like freaking um controlling the scene uh but turns out big mouse is helping chang ho but i feel like it's jerry but then it, there ends up being a jerry storyline in the next couple episodes from the preview i saw and that's why maybe you want to hit next to watch episode seven but episode seven didn't exist they haven't dropped it yet um, I really loved it, a hundred percent. I'm curious to see because at the end of episode six, when the VIPs thought that they've take they had a upper hand against Chango, he starts laughing. So something is gonna happen to someone, and I won't be mad if something bad happened to him because they literally killed a man in cold blood. So and then they tried to kill Chango when he first arrived in prison. They hung him until the ba- the man almost died. So I don't feel bad for whatever comes down to them, but I can't wait to find out. But I can't wait to find out who Big Mouth is. And if it's Jerry, I am going to throw myself a party, a party of one. Um, if it's his attorney friend, I get no party because he's not even at the top of my list. But I feel like he's going to play some sort of role. It's probably going to betray him. Um, But... Yeah, I I would say between attorney, extraordinary attorney Wu and Big Mouth, I enjoy Big Mouth a lot more because just so standard, Big Mouth's more of like my style of drama to watch. And extraordinary attorney Wu pissed me off with the whole redemption arc for Trash Can. So I would never forgive them for that. And that is all the episodes I watched this week. And with that being said, I'm going to introduce <laughs> do we need to take a shot okay press it so everyone can hear it Drink that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone take a shot oh okay well to the favorite part of this podcast um, I have a guest of mine here. She's a she's an okay friend of mine. Um, a special I guess, a guest, a regular guest. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna let you go ahead and introduce yourself and we're gonna get into it. 
Take it away, Elia. Hello, my name is Nubiani. <laughs> Can you get that tatted on you? <laughs> A newbie to K dramas. Um, was first introduced to them when I saw Boys Over Flowers. Ugh. <laughs> it was super cringy, but it was good. Yeah, it was super cringy. Definitely it's a very staple. Toxic. I think you have to watch that. Yeah, when you're first getting into K dramas, but don't take that as a standard for what your relationships should be like, because it they had a very toxic relationship, and it was like 25 episodes long. Nothing needs to be that long. Well, we already talked about your first K-drama, but what did you watch after that? Um, I've watched quite a bit since then. Um, some of the, my highlights of the ones that I really liked were Mr. Queen. Mr. Queen was banging. It was so good. I recommend that to everybody. Bangin'. It was so good. Um, some other ones, like my most recent one that I did not like, I have, I have, I have thoughts about it. Okay. But I want to also ask, because I know you watched Hairs. If you were to compare oh, yes. Hairs to Boys with Flowers, which would you say was better? I, I can't make, I can't say which one was better because honestly, they both blended into my mind. When I talk <laughs> about them, I get them mixed up and I, I cannot tell which one was Hairs and which one was Boys Over Flowers. I yeah. feel like they were exactly the same. I think the other I mean, does it, it, I mean, does it, it hurts because... Lean Min Ho is in both, both of, of them, them. so I, I can't tell the difference. I think the other day I we were talking about it and you were explaining something and then you're <laughs> like, yeah, and it's like worse because his mom worked for, for his him. family. <laughs> and I'm like, hold up, that's not Boys with Flowers. That's, <laughs> that's definitely Chan Sung's mom yeah. and that's definitely hers. But he, I mean, he does basically play the same like character there. I didn't like hers. I didn't finish it. It just like, I like Park Shinae better now as an actress, but around that time, anything she did, I just, her acting was just, just yeah, it wasn't given. And she always kisses like she's in pain, and no one really wants that. You can't be like, oh, it's cute when you look like you're That's being That's okay, though. They barely touch lips, and it's like no, a big they're moment. Doing, they don't even move their mouths. They're doing way better. You're just not watching the right ones. <laughs> But yeah, let's let's get into what you're recently watching. I know one for sure that you just like. I tried. I tried very hard. Um, my liberation notes um, aired over the summer, and it was a big hit. A lot of people were watching it, and I heard it was good. So I was like, I'm gonna give this a try. I gave it five episodes, and I just I couldn't anymore. That shit is depressing as it like AF. I it's like depressing, but it's also boring. I don't know. Nothing really happens. Like episode five, and it's the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, and I I, I mean I tend. I'm to like, is that agree. a genre of a K drama that where it's depressing and boring? Well, that's generally sometimes a love slice of life where it's it just has like a more realistic tone to it. Real life things don't just like you don't just have things popping up. Your, your life. But I mean, it wasn't just... depressing because like no, but like I love a good drama, like a drama that makes me cry. But this one was like depressing in a boring way. Like it wasn't like it did not pull at my heartstrings at all. Well, I mean, they win some, they lose some, and they just they definitely lost you. Um, I you tried, yeah, and I, I we can give that to them, right? Um, there are definitely a lot of people that like really enjoyed, it. and there's some people that just it just wasn't their cup of tea. Um, I was excited to watch it because I was like, "Oh, it has that girl from Airs. 
She's like the main Not girl. Rachel. Yes, Rachel. <laughs> Rachel from Ayers was in this one. So I was like, ooh, it's going to be good. She was a bad B on like Ayers. Not you know? with them bangs, though. Just with them bangs. I <laughs> no. love the, the whole look was a vibe. And I've never watched a K-drama where, because she's the main girl in this whole thing. I'm yeah. like, she's the main girl, but she's literally talked the least yeah. Out of everybody. She's had like two lines this like the whole five episodes that I've watched. She doesn't talk at all. Yeah, I think that's part of her character. I've seen her in other stuff where she's the male the main lead. Um, I would recommend I don't know, I liked it. Um, Fight My Way. So if you wanna watch something else where she talks a lot more, um, that's what I would recommend that you watch. Uh but yeah, I think they purposely made her character to be that way. For me, I was a huge, and I'm a huge fan of Yimin Ki. Um, he's in Beauty Inside. Oh, okay. Um, and then he's in another slice of life type drama um, because of my first, excuse me, burp. Um, because it's my first life. This cursed in shit. <laughs> it's funny because I haven't even seen that drama. Nobody that has, from. but we all saw that because clip. <laughs> I just, I personally do not love Himeno's acting. Like, it's just not for me. So I don't after, think anybody watches it for the acting. For the, for the face. Just for the face. Yeah, for me, I, I need a little bit more than that. I need more than the face. Like, I need you to give me something. I think Imino and Song Eko are the same people to me where, like, I just won't watch their stuff. And I feel bad for all the other, like, co-stars that are in it. But if I see that they're leading it, I'm not interested. Because he basically gives me the same energy since 2007. That's terrible. You need to grow. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Since I haven't watched anything, it could have actually been better, and I just haven't given him a chance. <laughs> so um, what else are you watching? What else have you watched? Um, I watched Our Blues. That's another one that aired over the summer. I'm not going to lie. I really I really enjoyed this one. This last The last episode had me fucked up. I was sobbing, crying the last episode. I want you to tell me, because I didn't, like, I think... We watched it. Okay, yes, we watched a couple episodes together. This drama has a lot, um, a lot, a lot. It has uh, teen pregnancy, father rivalries, depression, um, Down syndrome, mommy issues, friendship struggles. Like it has, it has everything. I love the kind of dramas that center around like a town and each episode is about like a different couple in the town so you get all the tea from everywhere so the shimina's character and uh yeah, i'm Evangel's like this one character yes i'm like i watched it for woman i'm like he could get it another guy from Ayers. Um, the first three episodes, you can just skip the first three episodes. I do not recommend the first three episodes. <laughs> like, that man had me so angry. That, like, Choi Hansu. Yeah. I, I don't, know. He. Fuck that man. Well, like, I mean, I only saw, what was it, the first three, four, three episodes? It was episodes. three episodes. Yeah, we yeah. saw that. And I did, after that, no. I didn't watch that. But, like, I was like, he literally is the worst because I is using his... I don't, I mean, I would like to know what ended up happening with his family. Like, did his daughter finally quit golf or did he continue to just take advantage or attempt to take advantage of his friends to continue to pay for his daughter to stay overseas? Yeah. So basically in his storyline, he has a daughter that is really good at golf and is studying in the States 
and the mom is living with the daughter at the States. But he, this man is broke. Like, he has borrowed money from anybody and their mothers to try to fund this girl's golfing journey. And the girl ain't performing either. She had, what was it called when they, like... Eeps. Yeah, she had the eeps, whatever that is. Yeah. So the daughter literally is calling and telling him, like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, can I come back home? And he's like, no, no, no. Like, we're fine, we're fine. Don't worry about the money. I know you love it. Like, I don't want to give up on your dreams. So this man goes back to his hometown for, I think it was, like, a 20, 25-year high school anniversary or reunion. And this one girl that was in love with him in high school, which he knew that she was in love with him. She had the biggest crush on him. She was so cute, though. She is so cute. And I love me, Ijungu. Like, I freaking love her. And I, like, this part that I saw when this man invited her over and I knew that he was going to try and put the move because she ended up having money. And I was like, this motherfucking bitch. Like, you're going to have her, like, take advantage of her. Like, like, knowing that she still might be interested in you. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, someone was slacking. I said the B word, and we've also moved on to two dramas. So we're going to take three shots in a row. Um, so this should be fun. You all should also be taking three shots. Shot number one. That soju really does go down really nice like the flavor why is there barely nothing there we can't be lying to our listeners people (laughs) this is we're taking baby shots okay because i want to be an honest person to get in the spirit to the k-drama drinking some soju (laughs) training up okay last one where was I? Where I was so rudely interrupted. <laughs> you need to take an extra one because you said the B word. Yeah, but don't we take one all together? No, that was you. You messed up. <laughs> but we all take it, regardless of who says it. Leave me. Oh, be. so that was a three? Yeah. Oh, okay. Don't don't be adding okay, no extras. Okay. Don't be getting people out here drunk. Okay, but going back to this man. Yeah, I think for me, I had many moments where I was frustrated because I knew that he was going to attempt to take advantage of the fact that she still had feelings. And like... And homegirl got... She got rich. She was a millionaire from selling fish. She hustled. Yeah, she hustled hard and you're going to come up in here, take advantage of her feelings. Yeah, he saw that she was rich. Tried to have an affair. He took off his ring. He took down all the pictures of his wife. Said that they had been separated for seven years. That was the one that fucked me up. I was like, so we just going to lie like this. All in an attempt to get money from her. And when she helped him, like... Hill is like fucked up, uh, like oh, yeah, toe. He hurt his toe like, and she was all taking care this of bitch him. deserves better, like, she deserves so she much better. So than you. cute, but yeah, this man in the end, he he got caught. Like, he his wife was calling him sobbing, saying, We want to come back home, we don't want to stay in the same. Homegirl got beat up, 
because they owe a lot because money. they because no because she just got i think she got robbed or something but uh-huh. he called her and he was like it's like i don't want to be here she had bruises on his face on her face and he was like no because his daughter that's her, her dream or whatever and the daughter's like sobbing like no I don't do you do think it was for her dream or because he'd already done so much that he didn't want to because he already done everything so much. that he, he had done yeah, being i'm like he already nothing. be looking a fool being in debt to everybody but then being in debt and not having her play golf anymore yeah I would have wished and would have hoped that he would have just like asked for Ijunga's character's help as opposed to trying to trick her and take advantage of like M- mind her you friendship. he hadn't talked to he hadn't gone back to his hometown yeah. since he left so he hasn't talked to her in like 20 years but she like greeted him like it was yesterday because like she's still cuz like, she's so cute she still like she still liked him she greeted him like nothing had happened she wasn't even mad at him for cutting all ties with everybody in the town because yeah he left he never even looked back yeah i i so like the audacity of him hadn't spoken to him in 20 years came back tried to finesse her for money in the end she, that like her friends had her back and did some investigating and called her and they're like, um, he's in debt. He's gonna ask you for money because they kind of knew, right? Didn't somebody like tell one of the friends? Yes, the one that he works. One of the with friends works the with bank. at the bank. He was like, like some dude yeah, walked in, called him like, and told him that he owes money and yeah. yeah. So she basically straight up asked him. She's like, oh, like we're do. She's like, oh, we're late night in a hotel. You got some alcohol. Like what's going to happen next? Like, I know you like, are you going to ask me for money or were you, or you before or after you try to like get what? at me? Yes. Because they they went to Mokpo overnight. I bet and she was so heartbroken because yeah, that was her first was. love. And for him to turn that out to be That was her first a- love, her first kiss. Yeah, that's such a bitch ass move. So to, yeah, like, she do. called him out. She's like, "Were you like, when are you gonna ask me for money before or after you try to like do whatever the hell you're trying to do?" And then yeah, he obviously had no other option but to come clean. Yeah, I obviously like so. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more about Kimu Bean's character and uh, and who he was because I I believe he was connected to ha- Han Jimin's character. The one that has the sister with um with Down syndrome. Is How that do correct? you know? Because I know Hanjimin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm like, okay, don't even get me started. Okay, so Ubin literally was so cute and like I before this drama, I was not a Ubin stan. Like, yes, he was an heirs. I didn't think he was attractive, but after this episode, I'm like, he can get it. He this character fit him so well. It was like the boy next door didn't have a lot of money to his name. He's living in a bus, but he was a hustler working very hard, like very happy all the time. Like a smile on his face looks way better than like stern seriousness. So he was so, so good in this K-drama. So yes, his, his love person or whatever, his love interest. I don't like her. Really? I don't like her. I don't like her. So, yes. So she comes to this town. So she's she's from the mainland. She goes to Jeju. She starts to live there. And she's like a mystery, right? Nobody moves to small towns. They're all like, Who's this? what's this yeah. girl about, right? So she starts to, like, assimilate, live there. But she keeps getting, like, she's, she's really, like, so in the beginning, I really, really liked her because she was, like, a girl that, like, was unapologetic and went what she went for what she wanted. So yeah. she was like straightforward in her flirting with Ruben. Like she was like, "Oh, you like me, don't you?" Like she was, and I was like, "Okay, girl, like you get it." Like I, I love that confidence. Like, she had a hella confidence, and I love that about her. And then it started getting to a storyline where they were like, "Oh, this girl be getting." 
calls and texts at all times of the day. All times of the day. And so everybody was like, this girl must have a husband or a child so yeah. that she left behind because who is going to be calling her all day, every day? Like her phone were literally is nonstop ringing. And all the other ladies that she like does the, the seat, the, like the diamond, the diamond with each one of them had asked her like, Oh, what are your parents doing? She had given each of them a different, a different answer. So everybody's like, now nah, this girl's a liar. She be, she be like, she be a lie. And so they tell women like, don't get, don't, don't get involved with her because she is a liar and we don't like liars around here. But he was so trusting. Like he would just ask her and he's like, are you a liar? And she's like, no. And he was like, okay, that's all I need. I don't like, trust a stranger you don't know. He, <laughs> I'm telling you, he was so, he was so cute in this drama, but yes. So it goes more into that. So when it's finally revealed that the person that keeps calling her and texting her is her twin sister that has down syndrome. Ah, that's how she comes in. Yes, and she, they are orphaned. Their parents died, like, in a car accident when they were, like, 12. So ever since then, it was her, like, responsibility to look after her sister. And the more and more you go into it, I had, like, so many mixed feelings about this because she was, like, basically mad at the world and mad at the situation that she was in because she, for all of her life, is responsible for her sister. She will have to take care of her sister for the rest of her life. Like, basically, like that's her child, essentially, yeah. right? So that's her child. Um, and she, even at one point, tried to, like, abandon her sister when they were, like, on the subway when they were little, which is <laughs> crazy. Like, I don't know. That part was, I'm like, oh, girl, that's that's horrible like i don't know that's something like, i honestly uh, i feel like yeah in in hindsight it is but like if i was like young and all of a sudden yes left, yes because like, i you can't even leave me responsible for a whole human being right now so i can't imagine like feeling the weight yes. of that like yeah, at that no, age yeah yeah, and then, so I, yeah yeah so i definitely let us slide. i was like yeah things happen but the more you get into it she she tried to lie. She was like, I, every every guy that I had a relationship with, like, at first they say they're fine with my sister being the way she is. But then at the end, they realize, oh, it's so much, like, I'm always going to have to take care of her. She's always going to be there. So they always end up breaking up with me. So so she gets in a relationship with Wubin. She, like, they're good. They're doing so good. And then she finds out, because her sister is living in Seoul in a, in a care center, in a care facility. Got it. So she's making money to send back to take care of her sister. And then she finds out that the facility is going to be closed down for a week because they're doing renovations. So everybody else has to go home for a week. And she was like, oh, shit, she's going to come here because she has nowhere else to go and everybody's going to know. So then instead of telling woman like, oh, this is what's going on, she basically breaks up with him and she was like, no, I don't like you. This was only supposed to be casual, just like I told you in the beginning. Like, and then she, she just started, she start, she pretended that she was into him and he was like, no, 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 you're not going to run away from me because I like you. I know you like me. And he basically kept at it until he found out the truth. But I mean, she couldn't really hide it for too long because she brought her sister back and everybody saw her. And he was like, he would say like, oh, no, it's not going to be an issue. And she's like, oh, no, it's going to be an issue. They all do. Like, I don't know. She basically her character definitely flipped from the confident girl that was unapologetic in the beginning. She turned into like, I don't know, kind of a bitch because she any time that. Drinks and not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you were going to catch that. <laughs> as soon as I said, I was like, there no. were two that I said that you didn't catch. And so I think that we definitely need to do it. And please stop pouring tiny shots. Give Benny a double one. I'll, I'm doing tiny. I can't. Because you said bunk ass. 
What? Finish the sentence. I mean, you drink if I finish it too. <laughs> I did. I finished it. Okay, we finished the first bottle of soju, and then the next one is what? What is it? Grapefruit. Oh, I love me some grapefruit. Okay, but yes, the part that pisses me off was she was telling everybody, like, the the sister was so cute. The sister kept telling her, I'm an artist, like, just like our parents. I'm an artist. I can draw. And she was like, you don't know how to draw. Like, stop saying that. And so she was telling everybody in the town, like, don't be too nice to her because I don't want her to like it here because I don't want her to stay. Like, she's going to go back. Like, I don't want her here. And she was just very, you could tell she was very, she was still very mad at her situation. She was very much resentful to her sister for being in the situation she was in. And she was just, like, acting like a brat. And I just didn't care for that. And I was like, you know what? After all that, I was like, okay, you know, she's, she's young. I get it. But then I found out how old this girl is. How old is she? She was 38 years old. That's what I was about to ask because I can understand being that way. When you're 20. Yeah. But I feel like at this point, like. You got to accept it and move on. She's been in your life for the entire duration. At what point are you finding a way to accept that? And like not being embarrassed and not wanting to hide her. She called her sister monster. When she was, the people were like, oh, she's like, oh, when me and Monster were born. Like, she did that two two different times. Like, I'm like, why would you, why would you call your sister that? Like, I don't know. She just, she pissed Especially me off. Your, she did not deserve women. Your prime age of 38. Like. The sister was so cute, too, and she was, like, she, when she would, like, Wubin made so much, like, effort to talk to her and become a friend, and, like, she expressed how she wanted to be in love, and she wanted to know how it was to kiss a boy, and she wanted to be pretty, and she wanted to get surgery to be pretty like her sister, and she adored her sister, and that girl over there couldn't give two shits about her, like, no, no. I liked her in the beginning, and then at the end, I was, I don't like her. Yeah, that seems to be. Tell me, y'all agree because I can't be. I'm like, I think that I, I think it's an unpopular opinion because I think everybody likes her, but no, I don't. No, I mean, I didn't watch it, but from what I'm hearing, I feel like there, at some point, if you grew up with a sister who, um, has Down syndrome, it's a hard, some, yeah, it's, it's a hard it's difficult, and that doesn't way, like change. You, 38 like, years, you have got to get Yeah, like it. you, exactly. And I think that for me, that's what's, if I did watch it, I would have an issue with the fact that like, she's still acting like this is a brand new thing and she's adjusting to it. Now, obviously, I don't know what it feels like to have someone, like having a sister or sibling yeah. that's like that, but I can only imagine that like, you just have to move on. Like, you just have to get past it. Well, speaking of unresolved issues... I'm like, the next storyline is major mommy issues with that man that you said that was, like, very famous in Korea. I don't what's Oh, Lee Bong Hyun? Yes. Isn't the only one that was, like, that it, from what I saw in the episodes I watched, is connected to Shimina's character? Yes. Mommy issues? That man's a grown oh, man. Oh, my God. No. That man was atrocious. I have never seen somebody act so disrespectful to their elderly mother in public in front of everybody is this his mother was she like one of the wait godo shim was his mother her no this was his she might just look younger in this picture 
No, it was just Goyoshim. Ah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I think Goyoshim was her mother. This lady? No, that was her mother. Oh, okay. Kim Hyejao. He was so, he resented that lady like no other, which I mean, okay, I get. She treated you bad or you had a bad experience when you were younger, okay. He left as soon as he could to Seoul, but then his ass went back to Jeju and then he was trying to be like, I don't want to see you, don't talk to me, don't do this. I'm like, you move back into where she lives. Like, if you didn't want to see her, why did you move back home? Yeah, why did he move back home? Because I know the, the scene that I watched that he was in, he and Shimina were in this like really nice fancy red car and then the next scene he was driving this truck selling things to the neighborhood yeah and then like yelling at them because they bought from a different competitor and it was just being he was very yeah he like he was so nice to to shimina but when it came to his mother he was something else so basically shimina moved there with her dad for a few years and he basically kind of watched over her he was way older he was like five or six years older than her um, anytime she never really went home sometimes because her dad would get into, get drunk and fight with her uncle. So then he, she would just go and stay over at his house, but then she ended up moving away. And so he went to Seoul and he reconnected with her. They kind of, they hung out for a little bit, but she had just broken up with her boyfriend and he was like, Oh, like what? Like he was, he was hoping that was going to turn into something, but then she dropped him like a hot potato, got back with her boyfriend, got married. He, I don't know exactly, they didn't say why he went to back to Jeju. He was probably just heartbroken. But anyways, yeah, she ended up going back to Jeju, and everybody's like, who is this girl? Well, homegirl, like, this is goes into depression hard. Like, their storyline is crazy. So she goes back to Jeju, and she's, like, standing um, by the ocean um, on the dock where, the, like, the boats get loaded up, and it literally says, like, danger, like, you know, like, high seas, don't fall. Um, yeah, this girl jumped on purpose. She tried to end her life. Um, she was saved, but she was staying in an Airbnb. And as soon as they heard that what she did, they kicked her out. They were like, they took her belongings. They're like, we don't want a girl. We don't want that girl here. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like a love on like added drama. That you yeah. Have, so, yeah. For. So what happens is like she had gotten, she was depressed. She's been battling depression her whole life. She got married. Her husband knew about her depression. They had a child, and it's been, like, seven years since they got married. The child was probably, like, five years old. She was, like, hella – she was in a way, way deep depression, was not taking her meds. So he divorced her over it. She was – had custody of the child, but then she started on medication. She got into a car accident, so he took the child away from her. So she lost her child. So she went back to Jeju and, yeah, tried to end her life and just was being depressed. And he sees her, and at first he was like, fuck you, I'm not going to, like, talk to you or help you. But, of course, he still loves her. He still went after that. Um, yeah, in the end, they don't really get together, but there is, like, a like a hopeful, like, open door there. Yeah. But when it comes to his mother, like, that lady i feel so bad for her so essentially she was married and had two kids um her husband died and then her daughter died and so then he she basically became a second wife i don't know if they were really married i think she was just like the other woman but she basically moved into this man's house he had a wife and two children oh dang but the wife was um like terminally ill for like 15 years so she took care of the wife for like 15 years she was basically like a maid doing anything and everything for 
her and then to the husband because then the husband became ill. So then she basically took care of them. But the two the two boys um, were the same age as him and would beat him up. <sighs> but he he let them beat him up and he wouldn't fight back because he wanted his mother to see like all the bruises, like he would show off the bruises to his mom to see if he got any kind of reaction. Okay, so it was like looking for. I used to use that as a way to get attention from her. Yes, and the be- before they had moved in, she was like, "I'm not your mother anymore. I'm your aunt. Like so and so's your mother. So and so's your father. I'm just your aunt." And he was like, very like he had a tough childhood. He just resented her for the fact that he got beat up. They treated him horribly. But that man had money though. So he had money to take, like, he had money. So he, she was like, so he, even though he was getting treated horribly, he had a nice house. I mean, he always had food. He had clothes. Um, honestly, I mean, and it's so sad because the mom was illiterate, too. So what was she going to do? How yeah. was she going to provide? I, and, I mean... And that was way back then. Like, this lady's like an aide. She's like 90 years old in this drama. She's old, old AF. And she's there in the market selling vegetables. And he'll be at the market selling the clothes and all the, his stuff out of his truck. And she one time went up to his truck to buy a piece of clothing and gave her, like, um, way more than what it costs. But she did that on purpose because she wanted, like, to kind of help him. And... He grabbed the money, ran to her, and yelled, like, are you dumb? Don't you know how much this is? Like, and he shoved the change into her hand. Yeah. I, I can see I can see both sides, right? But he's, like, like six. He's old. Yes. He probably should have gotten some help, spoken to someone to figure out how to, how to deal with the trauma that he had as a kid. But, like, obviously the mom had to do what she had to do because she didn't have any other option to survive, right? So she had to do what she needed to do to be able to put food in his mouth, keep a house over the roof. But, like, in doing so, a kid needs a little bit more than just, like, the physical things. And sometimes parents often think it's just the physical things but not the emotional mm-hmm. stuff. And in the end, but she this says, is I when thought providing three meals was going to be enough. Yeah, and so I think that that's, like... The disconnect is like for her as a parent, it's like you want to provide for your kid, which is making sure they're fed, making sure they have a home to live, make sure they have clothes to put on their body. And as a kid, you're not thinking about all that stuff. You just yeah. want love from your mom and you're not getting it. Yeah. And then to even have her say to act like you're not like her son, that she's your aunt. So there's a lot of trauma with that. Now, if you don't work that out and you don't grow from it, then you're going to be this harmful person to your mom because you're not any better than she is, right? She was doing the best that she knows out. I think that oftentimes people think that because one is a parent, they're all knowing and they're perfect and they're just a literal human being who give birth to people. <laughs> like, yeah. like no one's perfect. So for me, it, it bothers me when I see like older people being hurt. So it would have buttered me watching him not yeah. being able to like. Yeah. So they all sell. They all have like their booths at the market. And yeah, the what, what this girl, this uh, she called him once and was like, oh, have you eaten? And he was like, who is this? And he on purpose said, oh, aunt, is this you? Like, you need to He's call so your petty. other. He need, you need to call your other children, like your children. Right. And then the next day at the market, he like confronts her. and He's like, why did you call me? 
Like he made the thing the he said horrible things to her in front of everybody at the market. Like everybody was turning to see what was going on. And this man is just yelling at this poor old woman that she does she never even would even talk back to him. She would just sit there and take it and she would like do what she was doing and put her head down and he kept would go yell and yell and yell and she would never give a reaction. Which yeah. would make you feel even worse because she wasn't even standing up for herself. Yeah. She was just taking it all. I think that like because to the point where the pe- other people had to like drag him away because he wouldn't stop. So then that at that point that's a bit much. It's but that was thing, it was more than one. So one like he to, like, would go resent. off on her all the time, and it's like okay, I get it. You don't like your mother. You resent her, but you always be wanting to be right where she is too. Yeah, I think that's one thing to resent your mom and feel like you know what you don't need a relationship with her. It's another thing to like constantly attack her. Yeah, like. You're at this point just being a child. That was, that's another thing that annoyed me about this your drama. Yeah, because <laughs> his issues with his mom from like the first episode it would be like one, he would go off on her, and then the next episode something else happens. But you don't really know why he hates her till the very end. Like the last three oh, episodes so you just are have their to, like, episodes. Watch him so you be watch a so shitty son. shitty son to him all the way to the end. But they but his um, episodes with Shimina, where he's actually a decent human being to her, are before you even find out why he's like a dick to his mom. So I I, I let their story was kind of cute to Shimina, but. He was such a dick to his mom that it just overshadowed anything he was trying to do with her. Like, he was trying to get at her, and, like, if his thing with his mom wasn't a thing, I would be rooting for him because he was basically, like, the poor boy that likes her, and she has money, and she, like, had a husband, but he was always there for her. Like, he always loved her, and he always had hope that they'd be together, and I'd be rooting for him. But no, I'm like, this man was (laughs) nasty to his mother. He don't deserve a happy ending. I mean, even outside of that, like, Obviously, Shimina is going through some things. She she is a she hurt is unstable. Person. Yeah, she, does she not needs to need love herself. Another person who is also incapable of resoluting, um, finding a resolution for, uh, for solving the the trauma or the relationship between him and his mom. If his re- if his way of handling it is by acting that way. Then I don't know that I would have been able to root for him and Shimina yeah, because so I had like, to wait till the very end to figure out one why he was so mad at his mom. But when they reveal why he's mad at her, I, I'm like, that's it. Like I thought she like had beaten him up herself or like did something so foul for him to like really really like hate her, right? And yeah, so the last three episodes are about them, and this whole time, so. The lady, she has cancer, terminal cancer. His like mom? his mom, his mom has cancer. She has like weeks left, but she don't tell nobody. Like she don't tell I nobody. Mean, who who would she tell? Because her son don't give about her. He doesn't fucking care about her. So I that's sad. That it's sad, but she and it's also another weird because she like everybody else in the community loves her. Like she has, you know, the other old ladies that are her like her best friends. Like everybody else really likes her and talks to her all the time. So her best friend finds out she has cancer and she doesn't tell anybody. And then the person that actually finds out that she has cancer and reveals to the son that she has cancer is the son's friend, is um a homegirl that tried to get finessed by that uh, man. Okay. The queen of fish. The queen of fish, yeah. So she basically tells him, like, your mom's dying. Like, you know, you still keep being an ass to her. And the mom basically has, like, a final request to him. And he she asks, tells him, like, oh, I need you to take me uh, to Mokpo on this day for um, her second husband's um, Ancestral, death anniversary. Right, yeah. 
And he was like, and that just set him off. And I can imagine. It set him <laughs> off. And he was like, why would you think that I want to do that? He's like, I'm not going to take you there. Like, you're dumb. Until finally he comes around, but he's still like a dick about it. Um, and then he takes her there. And then he was like, whatever you want to do, I'm going to do it. Like, whatever you want. But in the end, you're going to have to listen to what I have to say. and You're not going to like it. So after they do that, he's like, where else do you want to go? And she's like, oh, I want to go to this town. He's like, why do you want to go to that town? And she's like, oh, that's my hometown. And he was like, I thought you were from from the Don't town we've been at. About his mom. So he did not know nothing about his mom. And then it was sad because it turns out her hometown got flooded for a reservoir. So they couldn't even do that. But they had to, like, go up a hill. <laughs> like this man. They had to go up this, like, steep hill. They basically had a hike because it got it got flooded. There's no roads that lead to there. And she was like, no, I really want to go see. It. And he's like, well, we have to hike this mountain. And she's like, it's OK, I'll do it. Poor lady, like hurts her ankle in the very beginning. And she's she limped her. I mean, ass I, all I the way up. He didn't that. he didn't even offer to help her. He didn't, he didn't, didn't her carry no her. Back. No, if this was Shimina, he'd be having her on the back. In oh, a, for sure. Like, exactly. That's that would. That's why I also like couldn't root for him because he treated Shimina so much better than his mom. But Shimina also didn't really look at him twice. He was just <laughs> been <laughs> pawning after her. Uh, so, yeah. So then they finally he confronts her and. Obviously, she was like, I thought I was doing the right thing. Like, what else could I do? And and then he finally accepts it. And this is why I cried. This is why I was sobbing. It was their storyline at the very died. end. <laughs> well, okay, so they, I'm like. No, but did she die? <laughs> <laughs> well, they did that thing where, you know, where you think she's dead. But she because, came back but alive. But she's not dead because he's like like calling her name and you're like, oh my God. Like, because you're just like around the corner. She's going to go into the bathroom and she's going to die and he's going to be, and he's like calling for her like, like mom, mom. And you, there's no, there's no response. And you're like, oh fuck, she's dead. She's dead. He's going to walk in there. She's dead. That happened three fucking times before she actually died. And it was <laughs> like, they did that th- like three times. <laughs> Sorry. That's so fucked up. It <laughs> is fucked up because I'm like, we all know this lady's dying. And Just let her die in peace, man. They did that. Th- they they did that three times on purpose where you think she's dead and she's not dead. But yes, when she it was so sad because he like that night that they got back from Mokpo, he's like, oh, like, I want to show you where I'm living unless you're like tired and you want to go to sleep. And she's like, oh, no, like, I'd love to. And she's really excited. He goes and shows her his house and who had just flown in that day with her son Shima. to visit him. Yeah, Shimina, she's waiting at the house. So the mom like meets her, meets the kid. He takes the mom back home and he was like, oh, like, if you cook, like, I'll come and have breakfast with you. And she's like, oh, I'll cook your favorite. And he's like, OK. So then the next day, the lady gets up. She's cooking. She's doing her well, thing. Well, I thought you were going to say that she, like, had a dead, a dead <laughs> That's what I thought was going to happen was that she was going to wake up for a breakfast. And he and was going to get, get, no yeah, get no breakfast. So she that wakes up. That would have been good because I feel like you should have not gotten in it. <laughs> she woke up. She made breakfast. She had everything set up. And then um, and then you just see him, like, driving. He gets in there. He sees the table all laid out. The mom's there laying down. Um, looks like she was taking a nap because she got tired. (laughs) So she said he sits down, he starts eating. He's like, mom, wake up. Like, let's eat. So he starts, he's like eating a little bit more. And he's like, mom, like I'm here. (gasps) This is when she dies. This is when she dies. Oh my. Oh, wow. 
I was just cooked joking, everything, but... laid it out, was laying right next to it because she got tired. She didn't wake back up. Oh my gosh, that's so sad. It was, I fucking, it fucked me up. I was like, he was there eating. To the very end, she still prioritized getting that man fed. Yep. Oh my gosh, that's And the thing so that sad. was even more heartbreaking was that that dish, she was like, oh, it's your favorite dish. Throughout the whole time that they were together, like, oh, she was like, let's go eat your favorite dish. She's like, I don't eat that anymore. I don't eat that anymore. So she's like, oh, okay, let's do something else. And so when she was like, oh, I'm going to cook for you, and she was like, oh, I'll do this. He's like, no, cook me, like, my favorite dish. And she's like, I thought you don't cook that anymore. He's like, oh, but yours is really good. Like, I'll eat it. Because, yeah, it finally came around, and, like, the mom was like, I mean, yes, I'm sorry. Obviously, I'm sorry. Like, I fucked you over. Like, I made mistakes. So they basically came to an understanding. He accepted, and he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll eat that because yours is the best. Like, nobody cooks it like you do. And she's never going to be able to cook it again. <laughs> he's never going to eat it again yeah. <laughs> because two bites and his mom was dead yeah wow that would have made me so mad because the food i would like obviously he can't finish like yeah but yeah so he he like wait hold on did you say you're gonna get you're, you're gonna be so mad because you kind of enjoyed your food because your mom is dead <laughs> because Priorities. you forever will so associate that food with the death of your mom you can't eat that well, too bad <laughs> <laughs> you should be so nicer sad. to your mom. <laughs> but yes, I will give it to this man. He is a very, very good actor because when he found out his mom was dead, like he was in shock. And then he called homegirl, like millionaire fish girl and was like, um, he called, no, sorry. He called the, the mom's like best friend is an older lady. And he told her like, she's dead. And she was like, okay, like I'll, I'll tell everybody like, don't worry about it. As soon as he gets off from telling them the girl that she, he's that her mom, his mom's dead. He he starts sobbing and he 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 hugs her and he kisses her and he's like sobbing like you like I'm like this man is a phenomenal actor because I I felt it to my core I was a mess at this point he was crying so hard I was crying so hard like it was it was sad it was so sad yeah glad I didn't watch it I didn't need that in my life. It was yeah, when and the whole time he always just yells at her like like oh I'll I'll take care of the funeral like and that's when I'll see you next like the whole time he's always like joking about her death and this and then she finally dies and he was like oh did not expect to feel the feelings that he felt yeah that's that's sad I almost teared up knowing how she like the fact that she's still. Fed yeah. her son before she passed away. Because yeah. for me, if I was at that age and that sickly where I'm ready to go, why would I take on additional work? Why would I cook a whole meal? That's a lot of work for me to just die two seconds later. Yeah, he probably thinks that. He's like, I killed my mother. She didn't have energy to cook me something. And I told her to cook this. And she spent all her energy and she died. I wouldn't have. I'd be like, you know what, boy? I'm at my my end. There's no way I'm putting in any more physical labor. And then the way, so she had stomach cancer, which is another, like, it's a fucked up Stomach cancer out here ruining characters, <laughs> okay? Attorney Woo Young Woo, extraordinary attorney Woo, writer and director Nim. You hear me? You hear me? Because no one needed that. Literally no one. Sorry. I just could not <laughs> let that go. No, she had stomach cancer, and that was really sad because she couldn't eat. She was struggling. She was struggling. She couldn't yeah. eat, throwing up blood. Like, it was just, it was sad to see. Let's go on to a more lighter subject. The teen pregnancy. 
That was spoiled for me already in the beginning. Oh, and I it was spoiled it for, for me you. too. <laughs> yes, because you made, I didn't want to hear it. And because you made me hear it. I Okay, so when I saw this thing on, on, on social media, I didn't even know that it was from Our, our Blues. I thought that, I just knew it was a drama. And I remember it being like, it was an article talking about how the netizens, netizens are always up in the arms about everything. Um, are split between the drama, like glorifying teen pregnancy. And I was like, damn, like, I don't know what drama this is. But and so when I saw the girl and the guy, when we were watching, I was like, mm. oh, shit, it's this drama. So I had to spoil it for you because yeah. it's already spoiled for me. I love that that storyline. It doesn't give you a lot um like it doesn't give you a lot so i that's the one thing i wish that it gave us maybe like a season two where i can get more information about what happens with them because basically the few episodes that focuses on them um the storyline is so funny because so they both don't have mothers um they are being raised by single dads um and these dads aren't they competitive were best they were best friends in high school something happened and now they're our rivals they hate each other any chance they can get they fight so it's so funny that their kids ended up yeah. together because when they find out, they are heartbroken. Not only one, because teen pregnancy, but two, it's with the man that they hate, like being their their in-laws now. Yeah, and they were both like top of their class from what I remember. She, well, yeah, she was, she was number, number one. one. She was, was the president. He was number two. Yes. So, yeah, so their, their, their episodes focus about them, one, finding out that they're pregnant, and then two, deciding on what they're going to do. And then once they decide that they're going to keep it, it's about them revealing that to their dads. Mm. And the story arc is, you know, the dad's coming to accept it. And that's all, that's all you get. So you don't get really much of her going into labor. You don't get much about, like, what happens after the baby comes. It's yeah. more focused on telling the parents well what was the reason why her because i saw like i i know that one of the scenes i watched was them getting going at it in the, in the bathroom and then they did karaoke they fought outside and then like they um uh kim Wubin's character drove them home and both their children came and like brought them in and they were still like they were combative but like did they ever expand on why they became like friends to enemies so a little bit, that's still a little confusing to me. So essentially the boy's dad was doing some illegal activities and getting higher up into that lifestyle. So essentially he was rolling in them monies and the girl's dad was a gambler. So <laughs> he would be asking his friend like, oh, give me money, give me money. And the friend would be giving it to him. And then, and then his wife leaves him because he's a gambler. Like, what woman's going to want to stick around? But not just that, but he leaves the daughter. She leaves the daughter with him. What did your daughter do? How are you going to leave your daughter with a man that ain't shit that you think isn't shit? And she's like a year old. Like, she's small. And she's even, well, I guess she's a little bit older than you because he go, he comes home, finds a note that she has left him. And then the daughter's like there watching TV and she's like, oh, like, I'm hungry. She tells him, I'm hungry. Um, He ain't got no money. <laughs> he ain't got no money. How is he going to feed her? So he takes his daughter to the friend that's doing, you know, these illegal activities. And he was like, can I have some more money? And he's like, I already gave you so much money. Like, I told you to stop gambling. And he was like, no, this is like the last time. He's like, 
he's like, um, my wife like left me, and then he points to his daughter like she hasn't eaten, like the money is just so she can get something to eat. And so he turns around, sees the little girl, walks up to the little girl, and she was and gives her money. And then he turns around to him, and he was like, "Wow, you must have have no shame." He, I don't know what like the translation was kind of off on that, but he basically said like, "You have no shame to use your daughter as like a way to get money." And apparently, this like made him like affected him so bad that he had grabbed the wad of cash that he gave him and threw it to the ground and walked away. I mean, he has no shame. Because what 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 other experience does his friend have other than you borrowing money to gamble when you know that you should stop gambling because you keep losing money that you can't even pay back? So, like, of course, if you come at me and you're like, oh, I need to feed my daughter. I need money. I'm not going to believe you down right because I think you have a gambling addiction yeah. so much so that your wife left you. I would still think that you still want to go gamble. It'd be hard for me to believe that you're just going to stop cold turkey. But I'm on the other friend's side. Yeah, so I'm like, it's so confusing as why the other friend had an issue with him. <laughs> but so, Maybe yeah, essentially, yeah. So, but yeah, and in the end, obviously, they make up. Their kids are having a baby. They're in-laws or whatever. So um, they make up. And, but yeah, the crazy part is, though, so homegirl that got pregnant, like, the episode starts where she is suspecting that she might be pregnant, right? So... She takes a pregnancy test. It comes out positive, and she's like, wants to get an abortion. And she's adamant she wants to get an abortion because she was like, my plan was after I graduated high school, I was going to university in Seoul. Like, I'm leaving this place. This place is depressing AF. They apparently they both had a pact that they were going to go to Seoul and study. So she finds out she's pregnant, and she goes to. He's like, don't do it. Like she's like, no. Like my body, my choice. And I was like, yes, girl. Like you, your body, your choice. So she goes to the doctor. One, the doctor is a fucking asshole, of, of, course. of course, to her. <laughs> um, but two, they tell her how many, how far along she is. She didn't know she was too far along. She was six months pregnant. What? She was six months pregnant. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah. How do you, like, well, I've never been pregnant, so I don't know. <laughs> but I, I feel like maybe, obviously, she didn't grow. There's some people that don't grow. But homegirl, I mean, let's she, not feel. In one episode, she said they only did it twice, and it's like, okay, if you knew you were pregnant, you knew when you had sex. Do the math. Do the math exactly. So yeah, the doctor was like being like a dick to her, and was like, well, if you want to have this abortion, still, it's like more complicated. You basically you need to have a, a parent sign this like slip or this permission, whatever. Yeah, and I'm so yeah, so then it goes, in. yeah, six <laughs> months in, right? So then, until finally, she you know comes around, she's gonna keep the baby, um, and yeah, their par- parents have a meltdown over, like it's really funny because they have a they have little physical fight. One of them is in the marketplace in front of everybody. The one guy beats up the other guy. And then a couple of days later, they have another physical altercation where the other guy that got beat up beats up the other guy. So then they end up both in jail beat up because they had two fights in public with each other. Yikes. Yeah, I, I thought they would expand, I guess, focus more on that. Maybe that's why the articles that I was reading was saying that, no, because it was still airing when... Me and you were watching it. Was it done already? No, it was still airing. Like, they, yeah, they, they had, like, their main episodes, but at the end of their main episodes, they had just, the 
the dads came around to the fact that they were going to keep the baby and they were helping them out. Yeah. Um, later on in the episodes, you see that she gave birth. And then in the last episodes, you just see a little clip of them, like all three of them. But you don't really get much into any anymore after that. Mm. Interesting. I guess maybe that's why people were like split because they probably felt like they needed to see some punishments for uh, a student getting pregnant. And they didn't see that they just saw the situation that worked out itself yeah i mean it was hard because they yeah everybody was like treating him very shitty for the situation that they're in and it's like i get it but then all the other fact like it's already done like what's the point of treating him like shit now when it's done like yeah. the baby's been made yeah can't be undone um any other characters worthy of like storylines worthy of addressing um, that was basically the, the best ones, but they're all really good. Like they're, except for, like I said, the first, except for the first three episodes with Mr. Freaking Hansu's bitch ass over there. Um, Shorts. <laughs> Take a shot. Ho. That was oh, very aggressive. And uh, the ho is her, not you guys. Um, but you guys can be hosts too if you want to. Um, your body, your choice. Exactly, your body, your choice. Any happy ending of sorts for uh, Boss Queen, Boss Fisherman, Fisherwoman? She had a lot of storylines in this in this K drama because there was the one with you know freaking BS Hansu, and basically she she also had another one with um the Miran lady that was her best friend. On Dongwa Disco when we disco when we disco Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> so basically they're they're best friends, been best friends since high school. Um but Miran was rich and Fish Lady obviously was poor as AF. Yeah. And yeah, so that it goes into it goes into their relationship and how like um millionaire fish girl like thought she was just being taken advantage of by the other one and I don't know. It's just just complex, complex, you know, friendships where you know they end up fighting but then they make up and they're better for it. So, I mean, it was a cute little like two episode thing, like it wasn't much that happened there. I definitely maybe would have preferred to see storylines like i'm like i needed to see some more woman like honestly because i'm like his his it was more focused on the girl in the relationship like i wanted him i wonder if he has any new stuff coming up um there was a cute little scene so he um works with his brother in the like fishing boats and it's funny because the brother actually ends up falling in love with this girl who's deaf. And when Wubin like tells his brother like, oh, I'm dating so-and-so and she has a Down syndrome sister. The brother is like, you got to break up with her. And he's like, why? He's like, you like somebody that has a sister with Down syndrome and I like somebody that's deaf. Like our parents are going to like, <laughs> what are they They're What are we going to do? Like, they're not going to accept us. Like. That's <laughs> they're funny. like he's like our poor parents what are we gonna do so um when he introduces um the girlfriend to his parents that was like a little tense little scene but they were so cute like they came around they accepted her right away like it wasn't even like anything tense like that but it was so cute with the brother was like no you gotta you gotta break up with her because i like my woman and i'm not gonna break up with her so you have to break up with her with <laughs> your girl 
Yeah, it sounds like overall like good drama. Uh, very good, very cutesy. I loved it. I loved a little story, like the love stories and them. But then I'm telling you, it has like something for everybody: love, friendship, death. divorce, death, like all around. So I, like, what would you rate it out of ten? Oh, that's a hard one. Um, I think I would give it like. A solid eight. It wasn't like one of my tops favorite favorite, but I would watch it again. Okay. Okay. Am I no? I was gonna say like I, like Mr. Queen. I love that. That one I would give ten out of ten for sure. I would. You know what? Well, except I mean I know that people are mad about the ending, which I, I guess am people. you would knock I'm one maybe of the knock, people. knock down one point to give it to a yeah, nine. That's what I was saying. Like I'll give it a nine because what the fuck was that ending? We need a whole nother episode to dive into yeah, that. I would happily talk about Mr. Queen and break it down. I have a lot to say about... Is there about, a second season of that? No. Like, it's, it's done? It's done. I don't know that they're going to be doing a second season. And I don't even want... They can keep it. Honestly. <laughs> With that ending, they can keep they it. They can keep it. Because what what are we going to watch? Even fall in love with the person that he didn't fall in love with? Like... Were you falling in love with the person that he stuck with? I don't know. We don't need to see that. We don't care. I mean, at least I don't. Uh, but I truly enjoy Mr. Queen. I haven't, like, enjoyed a historical drama that hasn't given me heartache. Yeah, I was surprised I really liked it because those, uh, even, like, Mr. Queen was a lot of betrayal and plotting and scheming yeah, for me. Yeah, but there me. was moments But you said that like, there's even more with other ones. I'm like, I can't, oh, I can't handle that. I can't handle that. A thousand percent. I started to watch, um, what's the new one? Uh... <sighs> No, it's the one. Uh, King's Affection. Oh, that one. Huh? No, it's not. It's uh, that one also. Looks Alchemy good. of Souls. Alchemy of Souls. Yeah. And I started to watch. I was like, no, this is about to make me mad. And it looked like there's like five, like five second lead syndrome type esque situations. Um. So yeah, I just don't like. I, historical dramas and all of the plotting and the killing and just like everything it's a lot because you're always like i don't know on edge of like yeah like, it's, I don't it's like just so draining because like did everyone just be poisoning people left and right it they just do more killings back then i just it, yeah it's too much for me um did do we want to quickly touch on oh my venus or do we want to save it I for the next time oh yeah duh Listen. Oh, also another one that's ten out of ten. Squid Games, one hundred percent. Oh, I never watched that. I that's know you, you never. You know that one is a ten out of ten. Well, I guess that's good since everyone and everyone's mom has watched it. Except watched for it. except for Dramani because yeah, except for me because she's a scaredy cat. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's not my genre, and it, like. A friend of mine was like, you should watch it. It has Gong Yu in it. I was like, Just for like two you've seconds. I was like, I also didn't see him in Train to Busan. I also did not watch him in Goblin, okay? So no one can use Gong Yu as a reason for me to watch things. If it's not a genre I watch, I won't watch it, even if everyone in the world is watching it. I feel like if you are going to take a literal Train to Busan, you need to watch Train to Busan. Then I'll take a flight to Busan. <laughs> what, what you mean? <laughs> like... <laughs> I'm not watching it. Uh, well, you already took a train to Busan, and it, and did we watch it? No. no. Okay. So <laughs> I, I like it would make more sense then because that was closer to when the movie came out than like now, three years later. Um, has it been 
Has it been three years? I think it's been four. No, we went in 2019, didn't we? 2018. Well, yes, but yes, yes, and yes. So three years. Oh wait, when did we do Busan in 2018 or 2019? No, we did in 2019 because he. Uh, no, he didn't go. So yeah, it was 2018. No, it was 2019. Ago. He just no, didn't come. He just oh. didn't go. <laughs> Ooh, we need another episode just to discuss that. Yeah, he. Just uh, kidding. No, we don't kiss and tell. <laughs> Especially when, never mind. I would care. No, we trying to tell your. Um, Don't try to air out his dirty laundry. Air out your dirty well, laundry. not even the no. It's not his dirty laundry. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's not his dirty laundry. Um, I almost wanted to say, um, you know, it's been a while since we referenced, um, the the choking incident of twenty eighteen. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. The choking incident. Is it, about, is it the? The choking. Is that talking about the incident? ER incident? <laughs> um. Okay. So. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Um. We're going to Korea next month. Um. And we're gonna be there for a couple of weeks. I think we're gonna definitely try to record an episode while we're there. Um, but yeah, I think we're looking forward because we were supposed to go in 2020, but the pan, the pandemic happened, <laughs> the, the panty, the pandemic, the pandemic, the pandemic <laughs> happened. Um, and everyone closed shop, which makes sense. Um, especially Asia, especially Asia. And they just started, which to is interesting because they know how to follow orders and put a mask on. So you think they wouldn't be like. But Americans don't know how to Americans follow orders. Don't, no, no, not at all. Yeah, so they weren't That's laying why we're still here. <laughs> yeah, and I totally respected that because I know that we. I mean, we complain about having to wear a mask as a whole. Like, <laughs> yeah, and so, so like, yeah, I wouldn't let us in either. I have so much more respect for Asian countries that they do that, even when they're just sick and yeah. cold. Yeah, they were already doing that. Yeah. I would say I want to recommend. Oh, so I want to talk about our uh, our K drama nostalgia moment, which I didn't even realize that this was a 2015 drama. And with that being said, Sir Pidinim, Pidi, podcast Pidinim, we're in a different section. We should be taking. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if anyone uh, would love to be our producer, our PD name, uh, we're looking for a new one. No, we aren't. <laughs> or one for yourself, too. Um, <laughs> okay. Cheers. Yay. Oh. Um. <laughs> Our nostalgia. Grapefruit is a good flavor. Yeah, I like grapefruit. Of the week is Oh My Venus. This is a 2015 drama um, starring Soji Sub. Homegirl. Shimina. Homegirl Shimina. And other people. <laughs> not that I'm saying I'm not deserving. Um, I, I, other people. Um, and it follows the story of um, Shimina's character, June, who has always been like the queen of. She's been that. She's just she been was like, she's girl. been that B, you know? She's just been, yeah. Popular, and, 
cute. Everybody loved her. Yeah. And she had this boyfriend for the longest time. So when her boyfriends of 15 years breaks up with her because she gained weight because men ain't shit. Um, just kidding. Um, but also really not. Um, she gets help from Soji Sub's character um, as a personal trainer to help her get in shape and turn her life around. And it just, everything ensues. Um, they fall in love. They have some questionable moments. Um, I honestly also personally felt attacked because they made her seem like she was this, like, this, like, 600 pound like, like you know yeah and i'm just like girl let's switch <laughs> uh but not really but like also really um i think it, it i i i'll be honest the reason why i liked this drama is mainly because it was the first full drama so just sub did after he came back from the military so i was looking i would watch anything and be happy with anything so I would say I enjoyed it overall. I think it had its cute moments, but there were definitely some moments that like was a bit like um cringe. Yeah. There were definitely a cringe moments. I would say Henry. Henry's acting. Um he did it. That that's all I can give him. Um he was in it. <laughs> he did it. He was in it. He read his lines. Who is he? I've never seen him outside of this one. But yeah, he was because he was also like he would speak English and he was like. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Canadian, I believe. Oh. And I yeah, think he should have known that. Screen. But like also, I think maybe this was probably one of his like first real like. um Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It could have been in other like small web drama type things but um his acting was definitely not given but like it it fit with the whole cringe of the overall show in general um but i still loved it because soji sub can do no wrong to me even if he does wrong (laughs) um are you really not going to talk about the first episode the first cringe moment of this episode because yeah this girl is like maybe max 160 pounds and maybe on her small frame it looks more than what she actually weighs she is not big oh she is tall yeah i mean she mean that is tall but yeah so she's she's not big but they treat her like she is like 600 pounds but okay anyways as a bigger girl um (laughs) you wear as a no like i talk about myself as a bigger girl so you wear you wear spanx you wear you know tight clothes to hold everything in from time to time right yeah i just pictured that entire scene (laughs) yeah because you forgot about it right okay so the first episode she goes on this plane she she wearing she's wearing tight spanx like she's wearing spanx because she obviously got dumped wants to look good so she buys like hella spanx and puts them on she goes on on a plane <laughs> this this part was fucked up like i would like unalive myself if i was in the situation 100 percent. because what <laughs> this is how she gets introduced to uh mr what's his name young ho yes oh my gosh so she she has a panic attack right yeah she has a panic attack. She can't breathe. I think she, pa- she ends up passing out. So they lay her down, like, in the middle of the aisle. And 
Um, Sejun Sub, uh, wait, what do you say? It? So, Soju Sub? Soju Sub. Soju Sub, like, is, I think he, I mean, he's a certified, like, CPR person, so he decides to give her CPR, but for some reason, he needs to cut off her clothing to give her CPR. Yeah, I think you could definitely do it with clothing on. Yeah, so he, like, tears off her shirt and then sees her Spanx and was like... <laughs> This part also was so infuriating. <laughs> he, he tears off her shirt and he sees that she has her spinks on, but he doesn't know what they are. He was like, "What is this?" Like he like he was like, "What what the hell is this?" And so he like cuts them off and like does you know CPR or whatever. And then she wakes up in the hospital and he was like, "Oh yeah, like your 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 what did he say? Like your your spanks that you had to wear." And she was like, "It's a corset." She keeps saying like over and over, "It's a corset." But like more, she he rips off. But okay, when he rip, rips off the shirt, like everybody, like the whole plane and the staff is looking at her. They're looking at her and they're like, because she's quote unquote fat, she has you know this uh, corset that she calls it, and they're all like staring and like, oh, this girl like. Basically, like, they with, like, ick in their face. Like, they, it was, oh, my God. I could not. I could not watch this scene. It was too horrifying because, yeah. if like, if that was me, I would. If I was on that plane and saw that, I would be horrified for her yeah. as well. Because I'm like, if that was me, just throw me outside the plane. Don't even try to land. Just open the, the exit door slightly and just push me out because there's no there's no, there's no coming back for him. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And then another thing throughout the whole thing. So, yeah. So homegirl Shimana, she has like dimples. She's known for like the her dimples. Yes. Um, and part of the storyline is when she gains weight and becomes like a quote unquote fat, her dimples go away. That doesn't. That's not how it happens in real life. But that's a. <laughs> but that's a. That's a story plot. So anytime she gains weight, because she ends up getting getting weight in the end, because homegirl is pregnant, isn't yeah. she? She gains weight because she's pregnant. So it's like, does that even count? But yeah. So Soji Sub is like, where'd my dimples go? Like every time, like every time she gained weight, she would lose weight. She she would get her dimples back, and he'd be like, oh my dimples, I love them. And then she'd gain weight, and he'd be like, where did my dimples go? And it's like, oh my god, cringe, cringe. Her dimples were her selling points, but yeah. Talking about this drama makes me want to rewatch 200 But watch Pounds it. We movie. recommend it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, 100%. <laughs> Go watch it. Um, I do think, I want to say, Shimina's character, when she was supposedly, like, fat, um, was still... So cute not, and yeah, tiny. Not, she like, was tiny. Because when the other, the girl who stole her boyfriend from her, her friend, when they made put her in a fast suit, they put her in a fast suit. Oh, my God, yes. She was, like, swollen hands and everything. Like, like we're talking Nutty Professor style. Yeah. Uh, That's also another suit. reason why I wanted to watch. <laughs> <laughs> like, like they didn't give her the same treatment. <laughs> <laughs> she is wearing bottoms. <laughs> Anyways, I recommend go watch it. Yeah. Um, I'm like, that's another reason why I watched Our Blues because I'm like, I love Homegirl Shimina, I love Wubin, and I was like, oh, they're they, they're dating in real life. So when I heard that they were gonna be in the K drama, they've never been in the K drama together before. I was like, oh, it's gonna be so cute. They're gonna be, you know, in the same storyline. No, they didn't even they had they didn't have any like scenes together. I, was I think very it was good. I think like it was good. 
that they didn't have like they acted they did their jobs as actors and were able to play alongside yeah i think i'm like i really like shimana and I, I don't know I, I didn't really like her character not because her character her character was relatable but it was like wasn't giving like there yeah. was no nothing to her character and that yeah no i i get that um i think that i want you to watch my mister this is in this is more of a recommendation for her uh for elia um because i feel like it's similar-esque to liberation notes but i feel you might like that better you would definitely cry because i mean well i, I mean who I doesn't cried. want like I cried. Watch a good sobbing, I you cried know, a lot when uh, my friend Vera. I think they had called me as I soon as I was like done watching it, and I had just been like sitting downstairs in the dark crying. And she was like, "Are you okay?" I was like, "Yeah, I just finished my mister." She was like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, I cried every episode." IU did the damn thing in that show, so I guess you get two recommendations uh, this week. But I think I I would say you should watch it, and we can talk about it because I think. It's a very interesting drama, and I'd happily rewatch it and just prepare my tear ducts. <laughs> okay, drink your water before. Drink your water. Um, I believe that is all for today. Elliot, do you have any final things you want to say to the listeners? Where the, where can it, do you have any uh anything you want to promote? No. <laughs> 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 she's like nah um she wants you to go on uh com and go buy you something treat yourself i'm not repeating that um but thank you so much for coming on uh you will be seeing her soon in like when we do the episode that we record in korea yeah, um, anything you guys want to know about Career C, let us know. Oh, yeah, that's true. Benny, Benny will record it herself. Our pity name will record it. Pity name? There's no fiber in Korea, sorry. Uh, 5,001, that's what you're worth. Uh, but yes, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, and like I did say, I meant it. Go buy something, okay? Um, or we will have a problem with each other. Make sure you let us know what K-dramas you're watching on your order. Yeah, because I think there might be some stuff that like... Yeah, and if you have anything you want to say to Draw Money, you can put it in that section because she forgot to put, <laughs> include a comment section up in there. <laughs> yeah, like honestly, leave me messages Um <laughs> Tweet at me. I do have a Twitter. I don't use it, but I will start using it if someone sends me a tweet. If someone tweets at me, I will respond. Um, I would love to just continue to talk about K-dramas offline because I've, I've seen way too much, like a lot. And I can't wait till Elliot gets on my level so that way we can have that a lot more happen. stuff about. That will never happen. I will ever be able to get to Vinny's <laughs> level. I have years. I really want to do like a throwback throwback. Like I want you to watch... <gasps> I know we're rapping, but I just realized I've never recommended for you to watch Coffee Prince. No. We need to fix that. I, still have to, I also have to finish. Um, oh, my gosh. You talked about Healer. This last week. Healer. Yes, I have to finish Healer. Girl, what is wrong with you? Okay. When she because comes back on I'm here. like, okay, in my defense, I don't have Vicky. I can't be subscribing to somebody else. But then again, I don't have it because I stole. And then he's locking information. So I don't have an excuse. Yeah, I've literally given that to you. <laughs> so I was literally about to say, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, 
I think you should watch Coffee Prince. It aired around the same time, around the time frame of Boys With Flowers. Ooh, um, okay. And it has Gung Yu in it, like young, younger Gung Yu. Um, so watch that. But maybe we'll come back, bring her back on, and we're going to talk about it. Uh, with that being said, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Hopefully you're not too drunk. Um, and because we behaved ourselves, we didn't say the B words too often. Um, and we will see you next episode. <laughs>